But that's how, like, if you wanted to have a large body podcast, like more than three guests, obviously, which I think would where it could get hairy unless you're very clearly going between people. Like, okay, John's turn. Okay, Mike's turn. Um, that's a way that I've discovered to get to where you have more than four mics on hand with just little tricks there. So, like, yeah, fun be, little tech shit. Definitely going to be uh, doing my little homework here. Even more homework, more investigating pretty soon. Yeah, and you're going to want to, like, download the voice meter banana, like, manual and read that shit and then go to sleep and read it again. Because, <laughs> like, it's all audio tech, like, language. Right. So you have to either, like, look up what the words mean and then figure out how each input-output piece goes together. Like, I've read that manual and gone to sleep on, like, three different occasions over the past since, like, God, what was that, like, stage? What was that? I think that was stage two, like, right before stage two playoffs in overwatch league like i had to figure out how to get two usb headsets to work because um i didn't have my pc yet i don't think no i didn't my friend brought his computer over set it up in my garage set up like two screens for us or whatnot and i recorded us doing the audio and then i came in here and like edited our our um doing the commentary of the game over the game itself and syncing up and all that so like, yeah, I had to like learn voice meter really quick to be able to do that. And then I had to relearn it like a few months later when I had to figure out how to get like five people when this this mixer, this uh, Xenix mixer can only, can only do four that I know of. At least I think so, I don't know. So yeah, there's all that jazz. Um, I'm exhausted from those memories right now. So yeah, you gotta get out of here? Uh, Shortly, but, you know, okay, cool. I didn't want to. I don't want to keep you from anything. Definitely appreciate the opportunity. You know. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, uh, more of these. Hopefully. No, definitely. You're welcome to drop in. Let me know. We can definitely like give a tryout for your sports thing. Okay. And you can pick my brain of just set it up yourself, so I can show you just how to do it on like my desktop, and then you can have like a little touch of familiarity, and all that. Uh. Yeah, my brain's fried a little bit right now, too. Oh, no, we're good, we're good. I've been at 4 o'clock this morning, man, trust me. Yeah, I wake up at 5 now. I get up at 4, regardless, every day. Days off, vacations, don't matter. I think your girl's going to really help you to be less of a workaholic. Very true. Yeah, because, like, I remember, we've talked about this before off podcast, but, like, I invited you to, like, come over for, like, a Christmas dinner thing or something like that I was having, like, with family or something. And, like, you're like, no, I'm just going to work. I'm just gonna work on Christmas Day. I'm just like, yeah, family locally, and I'll. Do you have any local family? I do. You do. So you're like ignoring both like a friend's offer as well as like your local family. Like, I'm gonna go make money. It's like, alrighty, man. I, like you do you, but like. Yeah, that's how I am. Thanksgiving, Christmas. I, I mean, I just like you know just working and just going home relaxing. I think like you know, me personally, I got to the point where I don't use like holidays to like really like make such a huge gathering i think if you love your family your friends enough you can yeah. just always make time for them regardless of what the occasion may be so yeah you know like you make semi-regular visits over to see family like just throughout the year so apologies to all the families out there you know like i still love them you know <laughs> so, you know you gotta do me you know yeah like, i think year round you know you got plenty of time to see them and i'm definitely starting to cherish that a lot more nowadays you know as we get older you know? yeah so, yeah this is how i am man you know no hard feelings on it nah 
You, you, I think you just find your rhythm. You just hang out on that, and you, like, I think it's where I think that's where John gave me that. It's like you don't fuck with Billy. Like Billy, like finds his stride, and he just hangs out on it. Like you, anything that probably comes in, like really wrecks with your, I guess maybe plan for lack of a better term. That's the only thing that'll like probably stir you. It's like we're good. Stop fucking with it. Like. You know, just tell people where I'm at. You know where I'm at. If it works with you, you no, know, it works with me. You know, if it doesn't, then you know, hey, we'll try again another day. You know? Well, so like, so I think you okay. No, wait. Um, was it your girl? Okay, so I I remember I wanted to jump into this, but I couldn't tell. I think we clear we might have clarified differently. So did you, was it your girl that mentioned? Yeah, it was your girl that mentioned you trying out stand up, right? Yes. Yeah. So, um, I can nerd out onto that a little bit on account of I actually went to. I've been to three of the local uh, stand-up like locations, at least for like most where most local comics go. So, if you want to actually try it out, I can let you know where to go, um, and I'll go with you actually too, like no problem. Because I've been on and I have been unsuccessful because I am too serious by nature, and I need to probably spend a lot of time on stage to just ramble my way into good bits. I don't mind doing it. Um... She tried to get me. To, she tried to get me to do karaoke a couple nights ago, and I was just stage fright. You oh oh you got that problem? Yeah. Mm. Um, I had stage fright. Um, you just need to go in and open. You just need to stand in front of open, open mics and like. Hey. I like to, I like to, I'm the type of person I like to ease my way into something. I don't like. I don't like being forced to do something. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that being forced. I'm with you on that. I, I feel like I feel like I was forced. I mean, I hated to say it to her. Or, yeah. Or didn't say it to her. I kind of did, but not just. Like really like blaming her, you know, like it was yeah. Her fault. It was just like you know we tried to have a good time. She tried to get me unwind. I'm a type of person like you know like hey if I'm if I feel like I'm in the mood I'm gonna do it. But I don't like somebody like just sitting there telling me like go do it, go do it, go do it. And it's like go do it. That go, un- go, yeah, like I I, like I I have that exact same issue. And we're so like that's why I didn't really do it. Like it, it, it I like I already knew like once I saw like the karaoke bar, I'm just kind of like I know where this is going. You know, like, and then, like, she, you know, she was, like, sitting there, and I thought the thing that would have saved me at the time was that when she asked what time this karaoke happened, we were, like, two and a half hours early. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, it's, like, 9 o'clock. It's, like, 6.30. I'm like, oh, man, we ain't going to do this. We ain't going to be here long enough for this bullshit. And literally, we stayed throughout the whole trivia. trivia oh, God. With, and then, uh, like, we went from, like, drinks to, like, fish bowls, and I'm just like, oh, man, she was really going to try to get me to do this. Oh, God. And the worst was that they started karaoke, like, like, Half hour earlier, uh, and she's like, "Go do it, go do it." I'm just like, "Nah, I'm not doing that." Like, uh, can you sing? I'm not terrible. Did you have any like singing experience or anything like that through school uh, or anything like not that? Necessarily, but you know, like I am one of those types. You know, like I'll put some music on my phone and go in the shower and you know sing some songs. Like hell, we were singing songs on the way back home yesterday. You know, like yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like, like you know, it's I'm, more of like is she just trying? Is she is? Is she trying to get you to express your talent, or is she just trying to get you out of your shell? I think most would get me out of my shell. Yeah, I could, you know, I could read that. Like, um, just because I can be a stiff, I think, like you know, most of the times, like you know, me explaining who I who I am around her or who I've been in the past, like you know, mm-hmm. five years, you know, she's mm-hmm. just trying to break me out of that shell, you know, get me out of that home, like being that whole that whole like homebody mentality. Yeah, know, being a homebody so when you're still like young and there's a lot of there's a lot of things to do, man. So like even like you know this this. This current adventure went on to Tennessee and Atlanta. You know, it's just like I never really been out of state. You know? So it's just like, she's like you ain't oh, even been out of the country, dude. No. Dude, I, like, it, it, dude. I, th- I know. To me, being out of the country is one thing. Just getting out of state, like you know, that was just like a whole other level for me. You know, she's like, 
oh, this ain't this ain't it. You know, I'm, I'm gonna show you a lot of things because you know she told me she's been to like all fifty states in the country. Dude, you got yourself a, you got yourself a, a nation traveler basically. So like, like she's like you know obviously I'm about to get over my fear in planes. Mm-hmm. I've never been on a plane before. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's different, you know. So if I, and I'm, and I'm, I'm dude, it. you were like a. It's funny. You're from Orlando, but you're basically like a small town, like boy, basically, like just been in the country, never left the farm, and now you're like being whisked off to the wild yeah. blue city or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty nice, man. I, I'm not gonna lie, you know. So you know, this was a great ex- uh, experience that we went through this past week. Uh, I guess more to come next year, you know. Like, um, it's more trips and stuff like that. Uh, Cruises. Um, I never been on a cruise, so enjoy, you enjoy that jazz. Uh, cruises, uh, obviously, there's the whole like you know, going out to Pennsylvania. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just just want to go all over the places, even to the point we got this this whole big map that I guess like you know you like scratch it out to mm-hmm. a different color. Or yeah, yeah. States that you've been through. Nice. You know, so uh, you can obviously scratch off you know Georgia and Tennessee. Now, yeah, you know, so yeah. You know, uh, Solid. Obviously, can scratch off Orlando or Florida because we. I think you need to go somewhere special in Florida or something like that if you want to scratch that off proper. Like either Miami, Key West, or like. It depends on how you look at it. I mean, like, me personally, like, when it comes to Florida, I've been to Tampa, Tallahassee, Jacksonville, Miami. Yeah. Then you could, then yeah, you could definitely cross that off unless it's like, unless it's like a couple's map. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. I don't know. I don't. You kind of need to ask that question. Is that Billy's map or is that a couple, the couple's map? I almost feel like it's a Billy's map because she's like, she's already been in all 50 states. Well, she has, but that's where she's been. It's where has where has what's your girl what's your girlfriend's name if you don't mind? Her name is Melissa. So Melissa. Yeah. So like where have Melissa and Billy been? Because because uh, you, you can have because that's a three map option. She has her map where she's been everywhere. You have your map where you've been nowhere, and then you have your two maps where you've been where you two have been together. Oh, that's a good question. I'm about to ask you that. Now, yeah, like you need to like title that. Is that is this our map of where we're going? Because you're it's a brand new map basically. Yeah. So it's like is this mine? Like is this gift to me or is this like our like communal thing and both of those have their own positive things like if it's a billy thing you need to that needs to be spun in like the positive way of like already like i'm getting out of my shell like this is my progression of getting out of my shell the couple's thing is like how much are we bonding as we go across places because like those trips will equate to bonding and you i mean yeah it's it's a good thing for y'all to sit down just try to figure out discuss yeah i'm definitely gonna do that like uh i I felt i got the impression was and that sounds fair. That sounds perfectly fair. Like either, either or is perfectly fine. It just it helps you frame what to take away from the act from the activity of just scratching off each state, because that's like its own like pride point. That's its own like like growing point for like you. And I think that's probably what she's really focusing on. So like it can definitely be Billy's map. But you and I both know you're gonna look at that thing in like a year. Like with each state you went through that year. And it's gonna be like your, it's gonna be both of yours map for like that instance. Yeah, definitely. Some yeah. like fun stuff. Yeah, can't wait. So, uh, more things to come, and uh, can't wait for it. Yeah, no, definitely. So like, I think what you guys could do have a lot of fun with, especially like being a fan of comedy, is because like, I cannot stop like um, promoting like SAC, like doing like their improv classes. So much fun, and it'd be a really good thing for like helping you get out of your shell in a way and fight stage fright um other than just like literally dedicating yourself to like going to the other bar on a monday night or the orlando improv on a wednesday night signing up and just waiting to go up on stage and be by yourself and try to make jokes like improv is totally different than stand-up is 
in terms of how the art form is like done but like me and melanie did a level one and level two of the set of sax improv and like part of us can't wait to do level three but we also sort of know we're at with like almost moving and stuff so i i, I can't recommend that highly enough for just fun activity of like was like an eight week course so like you get to look forward to like every for us it was like every sunday afternoon we're gonna go to like a two three hour class that's going over like improv games or like hard improv acting concepts like you're learning like an art form of learning how to like let your subconscious unconscious make you delve into the story or delve into the character and stuff so like fantastic shit there and improv is improv is one of those art forms that actually just like magnify and like enhance across your life for just critical thinking for creativity for comfortability for you know public speaking and stuff as well so like i can't recommend that, recommend that highly enough so like if she wants to pressure you into like doing stand-up you could counter with like how about we go do these improv classes together <laughs> i think it's really pressure i think it was just like her trying to be funny and yeah kind of like really took into consideration because i know i can't be funny and like no yeah story, so yeah um if it's something i'm definitely interested in like i would definitely like look into that yeah um i mean i've i've thought about it like you know it comes it comes across my mind but it's not something like you know i don't feel like i feel like you're way more excited about the podcast than you would be i am man because i it's like i tell her like you know if i'm if i'm gonna literally do like this 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 comedy thing like you have to understand like you know everything's off limits and i just get the notion that's not the case you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, like, I'd just rather, like, you know, take the safe road and, like, you know, just stick with the podcasting for now. And just, yeah. Because me, me, me personally, like, it's it's still a feeling I process for the both of us. So, like, you know, I don't want yeah. to get something to the extreme where I can Like, just, how, how long have y'all been dating? Five months. And y'all living together? No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Spend a night over there, enough to feel like we're living together. Bro. No, I know, that. I, I know that face. I know that face. You know, so I know that like, face. It's like, it's like one of those. So, like, you know, it's still a filling out process, and like, I just yeah, like, cross no boundaries right now. Like, hell, I didn't met the parents yet, so you know, I just feel like you know, once she truly, once we truly understand each other, where we come from, and like you know, tolerance and stuff. Like then that, you got to learn how to live together and the moving in together kind of thing. And yeah, that, that's a whole other phase. That right? is a whole other phase. You know I mean? so, yeah, like you know, yeah, like. I'm just I'm just honestly glad enough that she's like you know very supportive of the podcast thing. She's a sports fan as well, so that that just sets the comfort level like yeah, like puts me on cloud nine as far as like comfort comfort level. Oh yeah, definitely. And and then the thing like you know when she looks at well. Well, she looks at it more than I do. So yeah, but like you know when she looks at houses, you know it's just one of those things. She's like. Oh, you get a three bedroom, you know, you get one for your like, Yeah, she's way supportive. You got yeah. way supportive girl over there, man. You know, it's like she like calls it my game room, but she's like, you know, your little game podcast, whatever you want to call it room. Yeah, like, like I'm like, well, here, at least I know I'm gonna have one of those. Like, yeah, here's your man cave. Do what you will with it, cause that's that's I think that's something that like it's a weird thing that it's so prevalent, but I think it's something that just is like natural in like human biology. Like the guy needs like like I think guys and girls, but people need their separate rooms for their like their individual like busybody, like their individual projects. Like, like I know um a couple up in um North Carolina, uh, she has her own design room because she's a designer. So she like has just like painting to just doing web like uh, digital design stuff. Um, but I don't think he needs a room for anything. Like he may probably want a garage or something, but he's not ever been really a handyman kind of guy and. He's his thing is more I think uh, doing drama and performance. So like, 
he doesn't need a garage or a spare room. He just needs to like have like a local theater thing that he goes and volunteers at and just, you know, learns the script and sings. So like it's sort of that adjustment here. Like that's where, you know, where I'm listing out like all the buildings for like all the other shit to do. Like it's like or like having like the classic like shed out back that the that the husband just like has his workshop out back or something like that. I always think there's like a couple or someone in the couple is going to need like that space just because they're more creative or more industrious and that's just their nature. So it's really awesome that you got a girl that's just like already calculating her future of like a long-term lease with like your, you know, big investment like idea. Yeah. That's like huge fire. Huge fire. Can't wait for it, man. You're excited for that shit, man. That's good. That's real good. Like I say, just take time, man. Time. You've been saving up for like buying a house or anything like that. Uh, not at that phase yet. Right now, we're just looking more towards rental. Yeah. Right now, um, that's a whole other story. But yeah, yeah no, we don't we don't need to dive into that. Yeah. But um, but it's just good to know that those plans have been talked about. Yeah, no, especially so, like it's not just like hanging out waiting to like. Oh no no no! We ask the question. So. We're, 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 we talk yep. about more than I think you got to, I think, I think when you have really good open communicative, like, couples, because I always had that too, even like in the first few months, like you start talking about everything, things that like, five month old couples should be considering like marriage and kids and stuff like that. But I think those are conversations you touch on early in the relationship. Because you got to figure that crap out. Like, you can't go two years into relationship and then find out, oh, wait, you don't want to have kids? When I want to have kids or something like that? We talked about that since the first date. Yeah. You hear about it in the beginning phase, you know, it's, it's and all then good, in, you know, it then kind of fades away, then you're kind of like wondering if you bring it back up or if you should. Yeah. Like, with us, it's, it's, it's constant, like, you know, like once a week or tw- twice a month or something like that, you know, just, just as long as it's like... Like all the topics, just all the topics know, regularly rotate, rotate not, through. It's not, it's not forgotten about, yeah. you know, like, it, it gives me all the confidence in the world, you know, and, and like... Trust me, like, obviously, if it was up to me, it would happen like this. But, you know, I, 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 I like being patient, you know. Yeah. I like, you know, the fact that I have time on my side. Well, not time on my side, but obviously that's all it takes, really. Just It's just a matter of time, you know. Just yeah. Timing and making sure everything is done correctly on a financial standpoint, which we don't really have financial burdens on either side. So yeah. it's kind of like, you know, I think it's just a matter of time and letting the course play out of the relationship, you know. Just, just let it go day by day, you know, see how everything works out, you know, so. Yeah, definitely. Other than that, like, you know, like, very confident about it. Um, definitely going to go home and share this information with her now, you know, just, you know, see how. Yeah, y'all are kind of dialed in there, basically. Yeah, definitely. definitely yeah, because I think she'll hear all that and be like, well, you going to call your friend and then call Aaron back to be like setting this shit up and stuff? Like, because. Yeah. Uh, like, she even asked me this morning right before I left. She was just like, she was like, uh. She's like, uh, what are you doing today? I'm like, well, I'm going to get my new phone, and then I'm going to go to my mom's house. And he's like, what about your friend? You going to your friends? I said, yeah. He's like, when? I'm like, well, he said 6 or 7, but now I'm going to get there at 6, you know? So she's like, like next thing you know, she's like, uh, what do you guys want to talk about? I'm like, no idea. Uh, I think he just wants to get to know me type thing. She's yeah. Like, yeah. She's, like, yeah. She's, like, she's like, you don't even know what you're talking about? I'm like, 
I recall he did say at the improv that, you know, just to do like an introduction show, like, you know, introduce me to his audience and stuff like that. Something like that, like, yeah. Well, it's, so, I think I, I think I was just like to probably, because I could probably recall perhaps better than you could, um, like not as an insult, just like, I recognize that we'd work together more or less for like, like the six years that I was there. Because mm-hmm. like you never really rotated out of that store. No. But I just saw that happenstance situation where we just ran into each other at the at the improv um just like hit up do a quick catch-up but also like the reason i wanted to do jhp is because i meet interesting people but i've also sort of learned from lessons um uh from jordan is that like if you pay attention enough to anyone their lives are actually endlessly fascinating and it's usually like if you find yourself bored talking to someone it's because you're not paying attention correct um and that's where, like, I wanted to have JHP for a lot of other projects, but also because I meet fascinating people because I have a very good filter, or I have at least a very good way, usually, of just finding or finding the interesting parts of people. At least, like, because like, I, I usually always sort of re- make the reservation for like plastics, because there's always the, those exceptionally normal people that somehow appear ex- just very uninteresting. Like, it just feels like they're there. And so running into you and just doing the quick catch-up and, like, I mentioned the podcast, just doing the beta episodes, and you're like, yeah, I saw, and I'm just like, well, I'm going to take that <laughs> as a sign of, like, I like this guy. He's been good. He's been honorable. John, I, I think we had just talked about, I think I just had, like, the hurricane had just passed, hadn't it? Like, had Dorian just gone by? Yes. Yeah. Like so, yeah, so, like, that previous week or something like that, I was helping John on his route, just throwing pretzels and stuff and like we'd eventually gotten to talking about like you know our history at the at the uh at the retail outlet and you know brought you up and he's like no and this is what he understood about you with just like billy will do good work he might trip here and there but like don't mess with them because like it's not that you're confrontational it's like don't disrespect the guy when he trips he'll make it right and like John's one of those guys that I've known is incredibly fair, but also incredibly thorough. It's like, if he's criticizing you, he's going to give you the full sandwich of like, he may very well do like the compliment sandwich, but he gives you like a thorough of like, you didn't fuck up. Like here's, you fucked up. Here's how you fucked up. And here's how you make it better. And he's got like a great energy about it at the same time where like, there's no downtrodding who he's talking to. It's additive. It's proactive. It's challenging you. It's fucking with you a little bit. Like, cause, cause, like you saw that shit. Like, I'm pretty sure where he's like, "Come on, man, you got this!" Like, "Come on, I'm, I'm already a motherfucker." Like, he's just got that, and he did that to us when me and Melanie helped him just throw stock because he was just his shelves were just getting blasted. So, like, I just all that sort of came together. I was like, "I'm gonna invite Billy over. We're just gonna sit and we're just gonna dive into whatever we talk about." Like, cause that's what Chris and Joe both do. They talk about whatever sort of comes to mind about either or and once the guest sort of gets that comfort in the first i mean for you it's like first two minutes just dive in just dive into whatever anything and that's i think that's what i know i crave out of media now is not like the jump jumped clip stuff where it's like sentence cut sentence sentence cut sentence cut like where it's really quick paced like there's a time and place for that and i enjoy that for some things but for like sincerely and thoroughly understanding a person having like an uncut three hour interview 
is like the best that is like the most required thing for properly understanding like either big concepts or full people right so like i've always like people are just like you don't know what your people did that to me too like as your girlfriend did were like asking me about like coming over here it's like you don't know what you're gonna talk about it's like is your podcast gonna have like a specific topic i'm like no like it's just gonna be sitting down talking to people or getting educated or doing an interview or um, doing a bio- biographical interview on like, you know, like my mother, for example, or something like that, like get her friends online or in person and just ask them who Doreen was. Cause like she passed back in 2016 and now it's 2019. I'm stabilized because of her, because of how she raised me and also what she left me. And I'm going, this is when I would start being friends with my parent, with like my mom primarily and get to know her as a person as opposed to that that idealized version that we all have of our parents where like they're they're just like deities because of just you know you were a child you knew nothing you had nothing and they just pull you from scrap and they just mold you into who you are and they're like that to you until you're like you're a fully formed self-sufficient you know adult like you're like in your 30s or your 40s like with kids or some shit like that and you really start to actually get to know like wow they were just as fucked up as any of us but like like you learn all those lessons and you like make real friends with them or something and like i'm kind of there i'm like at the beginning of that in a way and she's not here so like the next best thing that i know i can do is grab like family history is just get her friends from across the country and coworkers or people that worked with her in her industry and you know optician and as a licensed optician be like tommy doreen stories because those are the stories that i need to i have to frankly track them down if i ever want to hear them and that's a big that's a big thing for me so like yeah yeah i could definitely uh relate not to that extent but you know me personally, like, you know, me being raised by my aunt and uncle mm-hmm. up until, like, I personally decided to run away myself when I was 16. You know, oh, jeez. Like, not knowing who your mother, like, I tell a lot of people, like, my mother's been a troublemaker. Like, mm. you know, so I would say at least, like, you know, anywhere between 7 to 10 years of my childhood was spent behind bars. You mm. know, so it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful what my aunt and uncle did for me. You yeah. Know, like, they didn't have to do that. No. You know, it's just like, you know, they they, they taught me how to be a responsible man at a young age. And, yeah. You know, everything from cooking to cleaning to being responsible. As yeah. a kid, you kind of wonder, like, you know, like, why am I doing this? Yeah. You know, like, I'm supposed to be doing, like, kid-like things. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, here I am, 33 years old, and it's yeah. kind of like, makes sense now. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you know, like, I'm still learning about them because now, like, I'm 33. And you're learning about your aunt and uncle and stuff? Still, yeah, still yeah. to this day, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. They've been married 40 years, you know? Yeah. So like, Oh, absolutely. damn, like, they yeah. Yeah. they golden, man, yeah, so Jesus. Like, you know, it's just like, you know, and then me being the age that I am, I'm, I'm starting to feel bad because it's like, you know, I don't spend as much time with them as I should. Um, they definitely, yeah. earn, um, definitely deserve way more respect than I've been showing, you know? And mm. then obviously, there's my mother, you know, like, mother had me when she was 16 years old mm. so you know it's just like you know now that you know she's been look my mom's not the best 
but at the same time, I treat her like she is, like any 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 kid should. And it, you'd be surprised. I tell a lot of people, like, I'm still learning about my mom. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. just like, you know, um, I'm Well, still, you got, like, three parents right there. Like, it doesn't sound like, was your dad ever involved or anything? Never. or was? I don't know what he looks like. You got nothing. I just I just know a first name. That's it. Damn. Um, like, but you basically got, like, three parents right there in a yeah, way. It, I do. That's... Um, and... A lot of it was like me being stubborn, you know, just just no shit, to, just trying to be like, you know. <laughs> I just felt like the 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 growing up in the household was just too strict, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I see all my other friends, they'd be outside and their bikes and you know, yep. kick ball and all kind of stuff, and I'd be the kid like looking out the window like, can I play? Like, yeah, exactly. Can I play? And then like you know, people wonder why like you know at my age, you know, it's just like, dude, like you're thirty three, why are you playing video games? Like, well, shit, and like you know. If, if a lot of your childhood was taken away from you because you know yeah. you grew up in a strict household, you know, like, sorry, I guess I'm a late bloomer when it comes to that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, like, like, you know? like, like that. Yeah, like the my my easy reference that comes to mind is like like get rid of the pedophilia, but like the Michael Jackson thing, yeah. like where he builds like a childhood like dreamland because he never had one. Mm, yeah. So like to me, it's like you know, I'm not I'm not saying like you know I'm gonna go outside and play kickball, but you know like. I visualize myself like if I had a child right now, like that was like six, seven years old, mm-hmm. uh, like I'd be sitting right there playing video games right alongside him. Yeah, that was his passion. You want to go to the park? I'm gonna be right there playing with you, just like a kid. You know, yeah. like because I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with what I, with the way I was raised. You know, obviously, like I'm, a, I'm, I'm appreciative of it because of the fact that look at the t- the person I turned out to be. Yeah, like. I don't give a lot of people the background story of my aunt and uncle as far as how they raised me. But at the same time, like, you know, like, if people ask about my personal parents, like, that being my mother and my father, I tell mm-hmm. a lot of people, like, to be honest with you, like, my aunt and uncle, like, they did a lot for me. My uncle worked two two jobs. Bro. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like, he, he, he was never home. So he yeah. never, like, you know, I never really had that, that father figure, yeah. connection. Yeah. You know? So really when I think about it, I tell people a lot about my aunt and I tell a lot of people about my mom and people like, hey, you know, where, where, where's that? Like you did all this, like without a father figure, you turn out to be this person without a father figure. Like, yeah, like I'm, I'm very yeah, happy happens. about it because, like, it, it it rarely happens. I think it's one thing, like you know, if you if you have at least one parent, you know, you you hope to come out successful. But like you said, like you know, I don't look at it like that. But you but you hit you hit around on the money. Like I grew up with three parents, you know. Yeah. So it's just like I'm very lucky to be where I'm at, where yeah. I'm at right now. You know, definitely. So, yeah, like I'm, I'm still learning. Like you know, as we get older, I'm, I'm definitely like, like, when I was over at my mom's house today. You know, like my girlfriend was nice enough to buy her some, like you know, souvenir and some jewelry and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, and then just sit there and just have those conversations. I wouldn't have my mom when yeah. I was like in my younger twenties. Yeah. Like, younger twenties, like, hey, how you doing? Yo, okay, good. Bye, I gotta go. Yeah. Okay, I kind of did like you know push her off to the side a little bit because like you know, <laughs> she was yeah. she was over there. I'm like, hey, you know, I gotta go and do this like podcast thing. You know, can we? I just call you when I get out. She was like, what are you doing? I'm like podcast. She's like, what is that? And her boyfriend's in the background, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you talking about that, man. <laughs> so I'm just sitting. I'm just like, yeah. He lives in Winter Springs. I'm like, mom, I promise I call you when I get when I get out of here. She's yeah. like sitting there. Normally I don't brush her off to the side. Like when I go over to my mom's house, I'll, I'll chill over there for like you know a good hour or two. Definitely. But that, that was one of those times where like you know I'm just like, like hey, yeah, I gotta go. Like you know, just, just kind of like went over there, dropped the stuff off. Yeah, I've been running around all day because you know obviously we just got back in like 12, like around midnight last night. Oh, y'all just get back in town. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, it was, it was definitely a great experience. Um, hope to have plenty more like that. You know, um, mm-hmm. such a great time, man. I, I, I don't know, man. I'm it so shows happy. you what it's like because I have Hermit in, on my dad's side as well, 
it kind of shows you what it's like when you finally get out of that like local shell. Yeah. It's like traveling just like broadens the hell out of you. And it's funny, like just touching on that conversation about like you know family. You know, mm-hmm. um, we actually went to the World of Coke uh, yesterday. Nice. And they showed this video where like you know like how Coke brings all these families together. Like, like Coca Cola. Like yeah. Okay. Like you know like like Coke and Smile types like thing. Yeah. And. I was honestly fighting tears in that thing because I'm sitting there like just standing at the wall. I'm just like, I'm standing at the, the screen. I'm just like, man, I want to cry so bad, but I don't want to feel like I'm the only person crying because <laughs> like, and then like, it was funny. Like, like we had the conversation later on. She's like, uh, she's like, can I ask you a question? I'm like, yeah. She's like, how'd you feel about that video? I'm like, man, I almost cried in that video. She's like, why? I'm like, you know, the exception of like my aunt and my uncle. Yeah. And my mom. Yeah. Obviously my aunt has her son. Yeah. Um, I tell her like, one of the biggest things that's been like out of my life recently is like you know just that connection you that know, sense like, of family in a way. yeah you yeah. know like you know like don't get me wrong like you know i feel like i have plenty of friends like you know like i get online and talk to a chat yeah but it. like a sense of family just it's a it's a heavier it's, anchor than friends are yeah so you know it just i told her, like it just it just hit it just hit home and she's like why i'm like you know because you never know when that that last time is going to be that moment you yeah know? and so she's like what do you mean and i started talking about my uncle like you know like he's you know, had a couple of heart surgeries, you know, and stuff like that. I'm like, you know, that, that, that time is coming, you know, like, yeah. So you got, I kind of like want to cherish it. And I'm just like, you know, I, I enjoy those kind of things. I told her like how much I enjoy, like, you know, you watch those military videos of mm. like the sons or the, whoever's in the military come back and sees their family surprise. I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm like a sucker for that. Yeah. You know, like, like I would, I would literally like cry right in front of you. I, I feel like, like that's that. like your subconscious, unconscious, just like, not overvaluing, but like high, incredibly highly valuing that classic family and the family structure and the family dynamic that you just didn't get. Like your your aunt and uncle like kicked ass, took names, but you knew it was your aunt and uncle. Yeah, and be surprised. Like, there's a lot of stuff about me that I just don't think like I tell people. Normally, when people see Billy, they see like the loud mouth, like "Oh, you fucker!" Like you know. Yeah. Like, like, but then, like you know, really got like the chance to sit down and talk to me and just like depending on who you are honestly then kind of conversations you want to have, have yeah. with me like i could let a person in that you know they'll just be like wow oh yeah you know, like because obviously like you know perception and and, and first impressions is always going to be like you know key to somebody when they meet them for the first time yeah you know so obviously like you know but there's an onion peeling game there too yeah it is and i think it takes a lot to to peel off of me and it, and it and it's crazy you know it's just like nowadays like you know lately as i'm growing up you know it's just like you know new friends come old ones fade you know mm. like you know relationships as far as like family like you know even unless you're starting a family of your own you know or you got like brothers and sisters you know like old family starts to fade you start to build your own like empire or, or you know you become an uncle or or yeah you know it's like it's like those things like you know it's crazy. Like, I'm really starting to take that into consideration now. Like, I really am. And well, like, it's something when you start to realize that, like, you're not the baby generation anymore. No. Like, when you look at, like, the three tiers, like, you have, like, the the young baby generation. You have, like, the middle pack generation. That's sort of, like, where your aunt and uncles always were. And then you have, like, the grandparent generation. And you start to realize you're actually starting to get into that middle group. Yep. To where, like... Oh, I'm the adult at like I'm one of the adults at like Thanksgiving or at Christmas or at these family just these family gatherings because now there's all these little kids running around. It's like crap, like the whole like 
hierarchy shifted and it's like now i have to start figuring out like what what's my place going to be like in this family because mm-hmm. now i'm not just like you know a kid just having fun like no responsibilities stuff. Like now it's like what am i going to contribute to this family or like you know help it solve demons or take care of kids or make impressions on these kids you know or you know am i going to take care of like the older generation like am i okay being like the caretaker in some format whether it's like fiscally or you know physically like actually like you know bedside manner stuff it is crazy too like because i haven't had that feeling in a while as far yeah. as like you know i just i just go by what i see like yeah what my friends go through and honestly like i'm, I'm really looking forward to like you know with the adventure brains with my girlfriend like you know um like how how can i say she said she has a like you know she calls it like her army of family you know like, like <laughs> she got big kinda, she got that big like New England kind of family thing going uh, on I don't know what they call her right now like uh, I mean I know she it's has Pittsburgh so it's like I mean it is I I guess, I, I guess it's just like you know how they get together and have fun more, yeah more or less you know they all have you actually to, been in any family gatherings yet it's only been five months right um no not not yet uh yeah, I mean, you, she, she she I'd she, say get ready to throw the fuck down <laughs> they they had one but it was like too early in our stages to like for me yeah to yeah, yeah, yeah so that makes sense. It, it was like one of those things like i know it's there um yeah it just maybe it may happen on christmas maybe it may happen yeah get ready to not happen. get ready to not work during christmas fucker like <laughs> I don't know. you gotta go uh, you go watch a bunch of like white people throw yeah, down. We already had conversation about that. She's like, "Are you working on Thanksgiving?" I'm just kind of like, mm. and then I have somebody else walk up to me say, ask me the same question that works with me, and they're like, "You know, hey Billy, uh, you want to take Thanksgiving off this year?" And I'm just kind of like, "Uh, no." <laughs> and then like you know, so obviously then I kind of like thought about it. You know, I'm just like. All right, I'll tell you what, you know, just go ahead and do your thing, you know, like, I, 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 I'll probably surrender Thanksgiving this year at least. Mm. Um, Christmas, on the other hand, we'll see. Um, I don't know, I'm just, I just like, I just like working. I guess I'm just getting a whole different perspective now as mm. far as, like, you know, honestly, like, just, just being loved and, like, you know, uh, just, just seeing what's out there now. Yeah. It gives you, like, a whole different perspective. Having now. significant events in your calendar. Yeah, exactly. So it's, like, one of those things, like, you know, I'm really starting to, so far starting to pull back on certain things I would normally do like yes I would normally work on you know Thanksgiving I would normally work on Christmas now I'm really having second thoughts about it and yeah it's like you know so I love it you know um I, I like I just hope it just keeps happening you know and that's that and I'm I'm very blessed yeah very blessed it's tip top right there it's it tip top right there that's fantastic it man it is very fantastic <laughs> <laughs> oh this is Oh yeah, no man, that's because it sounds like like my comparison is that like I actually did I actually um so my comparison is that I actually have at certain points in my life had like four Thanksgiving or four Christmas dinners to go th- go to, um, and I enjoyed that up until like the most recent years. Like I'm just I'd done it enough, but like when I was. Um, because of my parents' divorce, but also because, like, both sides of my f- parents, like, my mom and my dad said, are very strong families. So, like, every Easter, Christmas, and Thanksgiving, I will, I would go to, like, my mom's side of the family at, like, you know, one o'clock or something like that and have, like, lunch, dinner there, like, full, full spread. 
um because they're on team like get it done get it cleaned up and then hang out the rest of the day watching like hallmark channel or golf or something but i would get like a good spread there and then i'd go over to my like dad's side of the family where it's like syrian food because it's they um what was it like uh, was it jiddu I think it was like my great-grandparents. I think it was my great-grandparents. They moved over here as Catholic immigrants from Syria, like right there um, around Israel, Middle Eastern area. Um, they were like persecuted. They, like, they immigrated over and Syrian food and very strong family dynamics there. And so then I'd go over there. So I'd have like two families to juggle, but then when I had like a significant relationship, then I'd have to figure out like, how am I going to rotate between like my two families and then like um, their two families. So like that was like really cool fun to like it hearing your your perspective realizing that like it's only like now with like your girlfriend's involvement is driving you towards what sounds like a really strong family in terms of like how they treat holidays and it's like it's providing a real sense of value to me of just like you know for all the flaws that like both all the families that I've like, you know, sort of been a part of for like holidays or the ones that I've, you know, had in my entire life. It is fantastic. Like it's fantastic to hear you're finally getting a taste of what I've, you know, taken for granted for like 20 some odd years of like, yeah, welcome to like, yeah, you should be making time like throughout the year to see them. But there's something that's like eventful, like big event, like traveling event to like spend these, these holidays with them. And just like have like a very clear date of when you're gonna see family catch up and you know just be with them. So it's it's thank you for helping me appreciate mine, and I'm really excited to hear that like you got a girl that's so proactive on getting you to just go do stuff that I won't be surprised to hear you taking off Christmas and Thanksgiving this year. Like regardless of how much you might, <laughs> regardless of how much you like to work and just like have that money. Like, you're going to wish you had the money, but you won't be so regretful that you'll be resentful of the time you spent with, like, what could be your, like, future new family in a way. So, like. There's been there have been talks. We'll see. <laughs> continued. <laughs> <laughs> we'll check back, like, New Year's. Like, so, did you go? You went to Thanksgiving? Yeah. Did you go to Christmas? Yes, I wasn't happy about it. <laughs> They gave me gifts and I cried <laughs> in front of everyone. <laughs> well, I know one thing to expect is a lot of food, man. That's that's what mm-hmm. you got so, mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely uh, have some stories when I get back up here. Oh, I uh, look forward to always that. Got, that's one thing about me. I always, always got stories. I really do. I could be surprised I'd be at work and I talk to my homeboy. I could sit there for like the first hour at work and just be like, blah, 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 blah. You, you I remember <laughs> you. Well, I remember you would follow Shandell around. Just like talking, like whatever relationship problems you had for like a minute, like. And you know it's funny too, cause it's been like really tough, like since like, um, I haven't seen her in like probably like, what two years now. Yeah, cause she, well she transferred, she, didn't she? she transferred, so yeah. it's like it's been tough to like find that person to talk to. You yeah. Know? So. Cause she could listen to anyone oh, forever. Yeah. Like when I had my girl problems, I would just or when I was on higher lows, like just chatting with her Actually, was. I think I seen her last year, cause I, I recall the time I saw her. I yeah. Saw her, um, I saw her at Target. And I was like, yo, how you been? And she's like, how's everything between you and so-and-so? I'm just like, man, let me tell you something. And she was like, and she sat there for like like five, ten minutes. And then next thing you know, like, I couldn't recall, like, if it was because I couldn't stand around long enough. And she, or she had her kids with her. Yeah. And I like, cut it short. I'm just like, man. Yeah. I miss those days. 
Yeah. So now, like, you know, yeah, my homeboy who I've been speaking of, is his name is Mark. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, like, we just when I get to work, like, we just sit, sit in the back room and we just be, like, talking for, like, a whole hour. And I look at the time, like, oh, shit. It's like, like what? Like, oh, I got to get to work, bro. <laughs> it's like, five, five <laughs> in the morning. Like, I sat there for, like, the first hour. And then, like, even sometimes my, my, my boss is like, what have you been doing all day, really? Like, what have you been doing? Like, uh, organizing? Yeah. <laughs> just like... Just make up some bullying. Working know. back walls and shit. Yeah, and now it's just like, you know, now now I'm girlfriend now, you know, I don't, I guess I don't really like, have like problem, like problems, like, you know, you just go and talk to her just like other than like, you know, how, how, your, how your day was, you know? Yeah, yeah like always have that. This is something simple. You yeah, know, that like, daily you know, debrief. Yeah. I think that's a, that, that's just the, the best part about it, you know, it's just like, you know, there's no like affiliated no drama affiliated in it, you know. It's just like, hey, how's your day? It was good, and you know. Plus, we we consistently talk throughout the day. Yeah, that that's what I love the flexibility about my job. You know, it's just like, you know, your only job is just get out there, throw the yeah, truck, throw know, the stock, like, off you go. You know, same company, different positions. You know, it's just like, you know, hey, how you? What you doing? Oh, I'm doing this. How's your day going so far? You know, it is. It's also good to know, like, every single time she calls, it's like, how's your day going? Yeah, it's like not, she's not. checking on you, you're checking on her. Like, you know, like how you doing? I'm yeah, good. how you doing? I'm doing good. How's your day going? Good and yours? Good. You know, like even though you're gonna hear that same response, you know, it just feels good. Like me personally, I, I tell you this right now, I can't stand about people. I, I, I when I call somebody or somebody calls me, the first thing I don't like coming out of their mouth is like, "What you doing?" It sounds like a parent, like. No, because like, I, I have friends who will do that. Like, they'll call me like, yo, what's up? What you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? <laughs> you know, it's just like, you know. It's just like, like, it's more like they're more interested in, are you too busy to take my request right now? You know, it's, it's just like, you know, like, I, I like the whole, like, you know, how you doing? Yeah. Like, like, I might have some little jokes, jokey jokes here, but I, I make sure by the time, like, you know, we carry on the conversation like you know you've checked on how that person's how they're, how they're, yeah yeah, yeah you never know like somebody just called me and be like what you doing i could be like yo my car is sinking right now but you know thanks for asking how i'm doing though you know or yeah something, yeah, something, yeah. Something like, like very random you know like, yeah you know like oh i'm in pain like you know but hey thanks for asking how i'm doing you know I, I yeah, think, yeah. I mean, personally i just i just think it's like really disrespectful like maybe in a text form i don't know like is this because you know most people like to abbreviate, you know, WYD, you know? Yeah. But I think it's the same personally when you call somebody and you want to have a conversation with them, like, you know, how you doing? I think breaking that down is that, like, they're more asking, like, are you busy? Like, because they want your time. Yeah. As opposed to, like, how are you doing is asking, like, it's not it's not asking about your time. It's asking, like, what's your state? Like, it, it's implying that they care. Yeah. What you're doing is, like, is almost almost implies there's a request on the way yeah so it's just like I, I i don't know maybe maybe it's like a, one of those old school things we just like transcended into like what you're doing if i've learned anything there's a lot of if i've learned anything there's a lot of old school things that need to come back yeah. and a lot of new school things that are everyone feels they're bad and the funny for part us. is like my, my my girlfriend actually she uh you say like old school things like one of the biggest things is like the funniest joke that we had so far in our relationship. Um, obviously, like you know, coming from different backgrounds, you uh-huh. know, um, she's the type like you know, hey, I like the door, like I like a gentleman to open mm-hmm. the door for me. Yeah. You ask me personally, I couldn't tell you the last time or if a woman I've dated ever asked me to open the door for them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like one of those things like, hey, so I'm I'm, I'm like kind of looking like, oh, she's 
You did a series on it? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like one of those things, like, go to go to a restaurant, you know, watch opening doors, and they're just like, really? I'm like, oh, so you, like, you like serious, serious about this. Mm-hmm. And the biggest joke that I had about it was that uh, we were going to Hobby Lobby one day, mm-hmm. and I opened up the car door, she's like, okay, okay, so I shut it. And then I made this joke because obviously you go into a hobby a lobby and you got the sliding doors. Mm-hmm. And so we crossed the street and I said, Stop right there. She's like, What? And I just like jump out in front of the door and it like opens up. She's like, Are you being serious right now? And I just started cracking up laughing. It was just like solid. <laughs> so I was like, Hey, at least I opened up the door for you. Got the you, door bro. for you. <laughs> Can't like, be pitching like, now. <laughs> That's not what I meant, Billy. I'm like, Yeah, you did. You said you said doors. <laughs> like, you know, it's a sliding door, so I opened it for you. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know, oh my gosh and so like we was like, and then, like modern like, day chivalry right exactly. there man. so like <laughs> we get ready to leave leave the hobby lobby obviously you had check out and like all these people are watching and so the lady was like oh you, you guys have a nice day I said she's gonna have a better day after I do this and she's like what and like I said watch this and she's like you're not gonna do it again are you I was like Oh yes, I am. Oh, I'm like, this is how you be a man, everybody. I just jump in front of the door again. It just opens up. It just, you know, open the door for your woman. <laughs> so like, I mean, like you're right about that. You know, it's just like one of those things. Like ever since that day, like it really stuck with me. Um, man, I don't care what it is, car door, house door, screen door. Yeah. You know, like I make sure I open it for her because that's what she likes. You know, that's what mm-hmm. she used to. And me personally, not, not only is is because of what she likes, I just think this is something hell us as men nowadays we just don't do it yeah you know so and i and i and i even something that small i just see how appreciative she is of it i think it's i think it's one of those things that got caught up so much in like a toxic culture framing Mm -hmm. it's like it's like it's like communicating like you're the weaker sex or like some chivalry thing or guys have to serve like there's some sort of negative twist that came into it that removed that when like I was raised with that, but there was something about it that sort of always communicated like my my mom as the primary one that raised me because my parents got divorced when I was like in fifth grade, so I was like ten, nine at the time, but it was one of those where it's like it wasn't like you're the man, you open the door for the girl. It was like, no, you open the door for everyone. like it's like here's a courtesy that you always are sort of paying forward to like anyone. like I'm always. You know, am I like the couple that's coming in or the family that's coming in? And I'm just like holding the door or something like that. Just like, here's a courtesy that you should be doing for everyone. And I think there's some part of us in terms of the dating culture that's just like you're being patronizing or misogynistic or something like that when you're opening the door. So like, I think a lot of girls probably either don't care or have made it toxic or do care, but like maybe either don't know how to don't want to say it or don't feel they can say it or something like that i personally think they're just not vocal enough to say it i mean like I, well yeah because I, well, I appreciate about my girlfriend now because she she was vocal about it or else i wouldn't have known and I, yeah. I told her the truth like like yo i'm not used to that you know i'm not used to people asking me to open up the doors for them like i might be courtesy here and there honestly like you know hey yeah if i see like an elderly person walking through the door or trying to come through the door i'll hold it open for you, you yep know, yep or, yep like I mean, that's the best I'm gonna do because, I, like I said, I don't I don't go out in public like that. So you know, the only way I'm gonna know something is if you say it. A yeah. lot of people don't usually say something; they just let it stay within them, and you gotta kind of like play like the little mind head game. And yeah, like, you know, I'm not, well, I'm not about that. There's something that I think I've realized in terms of you, and also like with our relation with me and Melanie's relationship is that we, because we also are big psychology buffs, so we actually understand like ourselves in a way that 
and people like people don't have our, what we nerd about and also like not our training but like our our hobby study because uh, she does have her undergrad in psychology but i've also spent a lot of time sort of understanding people and that people will have emotional reactions but they never like go to sleep on it like you know deal with the emotion in a way but like sort of sleep on it or get to the point effectively where they articulate what they felt hmm. like I wish I could think of a really good example right now, but like, so like, your girl like hypothetically could get pissed at you for not holding the door, but she doesn't say anything, or she says like, why didn't you hold the door for me? And you're like, well, I need to kind of know to do that, and she throws out like a classic like, um, if you really cared for me, you'd know why I was pissed, like some really bad cop out, um, as opposed to like getting to the point of scrambling through the words and finally being able to like articulate like that's a courtesy that lets me know that like you respect me more than you respect like a regular person because like, you're not going to open the door for like everyone right. in terms of like how you function but if you're opening the door for her all the time that is a clear public display of affection and like, i mean that's that's where you can start del delving into like the five love languages have you heard about those uh, let me go grab the book. Be right back. Okay. Just because I forget all of them. It's a little thing. So, five long, the five love languages, the secret to love that lasts by Gary Chapman. For those who want to look for the pink cover, uh, there it is. So, the five love languages: um, words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. So, like, what you can do with at least getting this book for you two um, is you can actually start to figure out what each of you innately values like things that you just value like things that you didn't sort of like go down a checklist but i care about that i care about that like things that just naturally speak to you that let you know someone cares about you loves you or you know is doing things that you value like this is and like um and john pointed out that he has applied this over to when he was training and being a manager like all the th the only thing he didn't really the only thing he minus out of that was the physical touch aspect but I think that if you remember, um, you remember the assistant manager, Ryan, when he was there for a time with yes, John? I yeah, I know. No one has a good positive opinion on <laughs> him. No one has a positive opinion on him, unfortunately. But one thing Ryan did that I actually found I really appreciate, which I think spoke to one of my love languages, is that Ryan always started your shift by saying hi and giving you a firm handshake. John, on the other hand, as you may remember, just like flew through and I'm like, get this done, get this done, off we go. Like just, you know, whirlwind. And I always sort of wish that John had incorporated that quote unquote physical touch aspect of having at least a handshake because physical touch in a relationship aspect is obviously like kissing, holding hands, hugs, stuff like that. In a business aspect, the physical touch sounds is a very dangerous place like in terms of HR. But I think you could 
through very careful like analysis and i think the handshake is like the safest thing you can do of just like good job and i think most people would understand like we're in a business aspect especially in our day and age and going a handshake is a safe thing for the manager to do and it may at least help communicate to me their appreciation and such also boost like overall like morale well yeah well like what he sort of pointed out in terms of like i think gifts he did in a different way but like it's sort of understand like so for like words of affirmation that's like you know constantly like telling your partner very often that you love them you care about them or also like for the professional aspect like telling your work you're like good job i appreciate you and stuff like that um and that's just it's sort of based on like what they need like i know i need words of affirmation not in date like we're we're figuring out the nuances for me um like when my girlfriend when melanie gave me a bunch of compliments the other night for like you're amazing you're wonderful and then eventually itemized like what it was because like i took care of like a giant pile of dishes that had been there since saturday um because i already gone through like one big pile from the party and then there's like the second giant pile from the rest of the party um and i kind of it didn't i and i realized that i normally appreciate words of affirmation like from my boss at work um but i appreciate words of affirmation for things when like it's not clear to me that i've done it well or like in the space of like making a a civil household or a well-functioning household is where like hey i saw you do this and then like because i also am big on acts of service or at least on like i think that's it yeah so for acts of service it's like and the pairing it's that there's regular maintenance things that need to be done and you tell me or i know that you're going to do this acts of service like laundry stuff or dishes or something like that and you tell me you're going to do it and then you do it and like make it appear to make it kind of apparent to me because i can very easily like see it and dismiss it as like that should have been done that's done good job but like let me know you did it so i start breaking bad habits because i have an unfortunate perpetual negative nancy of like i'm persistently critiquing and i have to get better about complimenting um, because actually that's the healthiest way to get people to get into good habits is positive is positive um is at least complimenting them like positively reacting to them as we would think of it right um so that's sort of like nuancing it of just for at least me so like what you could very well figure out with both of you is sort of thinking about what you pine for or look for or like what john did when he we sat out in front of the house for like an hour talking about this shit to like him help us figure it out because he figured out with his wife um so like and these all can sort of like jump down in terms of priorities so like you know for like his wife gifts don't mean anything like she'll be respectful she'll minorly appreciate it but it's not a big thing like you know of some people that if they get any gift whatsoever card or a bouquet or something like they just melt like it makes their freaking month and then there's others obviously as we've just mentioned where like you give them the gift they're like cool awesome but like i know like gifts is like probably top three ish i think if i remember correctly because like i really appreciate and i really like to give gifts but that are very sort of specific to a person like um i'm not gonna spoil that one 
Um, okay, I can do that. So like the two versions that I can give is like, so when I was at an apartment and I had my birthday run through with my, my roommates as well as like one of them's girlfriends, um, one roommate gave me this freaking knife from like, what was a flea market? It was like this knife. It's one of those like on a pedestal. It's got an interesting handle or whatever. And I was just like, because <laughs> like because like he'd seen like my knife collection like i didn't have this at the time but i have like some swords and shit and some knives that i was been given by my dad over the years that are like generally cool but like whatever um but then like my other roommate and then also like the girlfriend of the roommate that gave me the knife um they gave me i can't remember who gave which i know um he gave me a specific card that was like a sassy black woman car like i still have it in like my trunk of memories but like one of them gave me honey buns, like just a regular batch of like little Debbie honey buns. Cause they'd see me eating like one every day. Like I was buying a batch of honey buns like every two days or some shit like that. So like, and we just sort of like had made fun of me about it. So like happy birthday. Here's what you always get. And they gave me like, um, they gave me like a gift card for league of legends. So I could get what is the currency. There's RP like riot points. Yeah, yeah. So I could like, you know, more rapidly buy like skins or uh, champions or something like that. Um, and though that batch of gifts was such like an overwhelming experience because it was like it was you know it's like a two dollar bag of a box of freaking honey buns but like there's this big joke and like this sort of like personal piece behind it that makes me like you see what, how i'm reacting now about it as well as like the league of legends thing is like you guys have heard me for like the past like first few months of living here me just like raging off of these asshats online and chris would just talk about like just sitting there on his phone going through this, like, yep, that's Aaron. Oh, he's, he's this, okay. So, like... It makes you feel good, too. It just lets you know, like, you know... Well, someone's paying attention. Um, yeah, attention to It details. lets someone know that they're, like, paying attention. That's, I think, what sort of, like, that... If that sort of communicates to, like, my subconscious. Is, like, here's a gift, but it's very, like... It's niche. It's personal. It's, you know, crafted in a way. Whether in terms of how it was bought or how it was made. And that's, like... That's big, like that's heavy, but like you go get a random, you know, fucking knife from a flea market. That's like, you know, it looks like a raptor's on the back of it. It's like, no, cricket, cricket. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Like hit them with the like the little quiet like, thanks, I guess. <laughs> like when you got socks as a kid. I don't know. I think the funniest one that I that I participated in, but just me personally, I I, I kind of been a person that kind of like just like slowly walked away. Not want to say slowly walked away from Chris, <laughs> but like I I I'll literally tell the person what I want. Like if Christmas come, I'll be like, Yo, I want to I want to be game. Like, yeah. I don't know exactly what game it is. Like, yeah. I, I'm like very prepared. yeah. But like I was with my best friends, and like uh, obviously he has a twin brother, so they got they got him gifts and stuff. So we go over to his him and his wife's house and like. He like has like all these gifts, like probably ten gifts. He's just unwrapping them one by one. Socks. He's like, thanks. Next one. T-shirts. Thanks. Uh. Then the funniest one was because uh, there was this like Norelco shaver yeah. that the girl had bought. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got this for Christmas. I'm like, same one. He's like, yeah. I'm like, same exact one. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, damn. I just started like cracking up laughing. Like, <laughs> and then he like opens up. He's like, "Oh, more ties. Thanks, honey." Oh God! And I'm like, and like it got to the. Point, he's just like, deadpanning this whole unwrapping. It got to the point like 
like then like they give his twin brother like a uh, like a movie card like uh-huh. you know, for the EMC and shit. Uh-huh. And he's like, "What the hell does he get that? Why does he get that? How come okay. I can't get that?" Like you just see the emotion. Oh face. wow! Like, Don't worry, bro. Just put on your new tire, bro. You be straight. Oh Once god! I had a new tire, just like making fun of it. It's just god. It's just that point on. Like I've been like very upfront. Like I'm like, yo, I don't ever want to have like a birthday or Christmas like that. You yeah. Know? So I'm like very upfront. It'd be like, um, like, what do you want? Give me a gift card to GameStop. I don't care how much it is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like yeah. that simple. Yeah. You know, like even my girlfriend now, like I'm, I'm telling her, like, you know, she's like, well, if I got you something for Christmas, what would you want? Uh, Give me a gift card to GameStop. You can buy me a new PlayStation controller. Hey, you can buy me some DCs for NBA 2K. Like, I'm like very upfront. I'm like, if it ain't none of those, like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want it. Yeah. You know, so it's like one of those things, like, you know, just saying that she's like, oh, just like that. I just can't surprise you with something. I'm like, don't, don't, don't be that. Yeah. No, don't, don't don't be the socks and shoes or the socks and, and t shirt yeah. type person. Like I could get that every day I want. That's where I don't think you actually have like a like if I was gonna just start thinking I don't think gifts is like t- like high on your list of things that like really communicate, you know, love to you. Like It does. I, it does, but I'm a type of person like I'm not saying it you're, doesn't but you're mad straightforward. Like I'm like I ideally I, don't, I, don't, I think I'm mad straightforward, but I just think like the way like I buy stuff, it's kinda like when I look around at your like at your room. Yeah. It's like if you were to buy me a monitor. Yeah. Like, I'll be very specific about what kind of monitor it is. Yeah. You know, like yeah. the specs and all that kind yeah. of stuff. That's the type of person I am. So I would rather be the person like, you know, if you wanna like help participate in it, like, you know, hey, at least I'll be like, give me like a fifty dollar gift card to Best Buy. Yeah. I'll take care of the rest. Yeah. Like I'll be happy just by something like that. Yeah. You know, like I don't I don't I wouldn't want my girlfriend to go out and like buy me like a that like if I wanted that keyboard. Mm. I can easily be like Yo, give me that keyboard that kind of glows and she gives me like the wrong brand or whatever. Cause yeah. That kind of stuff like the way I am. Instead, so like, the, like, I think the sort of question I want to jump into there because it's sort of like, what's the emotional reaction? Like, is it because there's a certain point where you're being either you're being either very efficient with the gift, gift receiving and whatnot or because like, I think what this will dive into because I haven't read it, but I've sort of understood the concepts is that like the gifting and or at least how the gift is given or perhaps the quality of the gift or whatnot communicates to you like how they value you so it's like do you feel that like do you feel like how they give the gift or if they pay attention to how specific you are in your gifts is that a sense of value or are you just playing like something that's very utilitarian very like you know efficient i think it's like value just because um them showing interest in what you care about yeah i think that's i think that's really huge me. Do you think like, that if they follow you, if they, if they, if you tell them exactly what you want and they get exactly what you want, that they're clearly like displaying to you what they feel about you in a way? I do because at this, um, I think it's just a matter of like them paying attention to like what you like in, on on like details. Yeah, you know I mean like even if like they don't want to have to like tell you. Like I think it better yet if like you know for example I like I like playing PlayStation. Yeah. So if my girlfriend obviously clearly blatantly sees that, you know, it's just like one of those things like, you know, hey, maybe I should buy him a controller or maybe I should buy him like something else out of surprise. If it has something like any any way remotely had to do with PlayStation, I'll be ecstatic. Not only yeah. I'll be ecstatic because she's doing it, but she also pays attention to like what I like. Yeah. Even like a crazy story. Like, and I, and I get knocked on a lot about this recently. It was about like three weeks ago. She's, mm-hmm. at, she's at Ross and she's like, she's like, babe, I just bought you, I just bought you like a, a really cool shirt. You're going to like it. But she wouldn't tell me what it is. Mm. So I spent the whole day sitting here like, okay, like what the hell is that Ross that I would like? Mm. Like I go to Ross. I see some cool stuff, but nothing like 
And then you're going to trip balls over. Yeah. So it's like, so obviously we get back to the house and she's like, here it is. So I said, what is this? She's like, open it. And I, me personally, I'm a big fan of dry fit clothing. Uh-huh. You know? so it's okay. Like, so it's like, pull it out. The funny part is I pulled out from the back, so I saw the back side first, and then it's like sitting there. I was like, oh, man, this material feels so nice. Uh-huh. I'm already like, cool, this is awesome. Uh-huh. Then you flip the shirt around, it's a Pittsburgh Steelers logo right there. I'm just kind of like. Oh, you were good, and then you busted. And then also I'm just like looking out, and she was shocked. You know, because she's like, I'm like, she's like, you like it? I'm like, it's just badass. Like, it really was. It was yeah. Like, it was a badass shirt. It was just like. She likes Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay, so I value that. You yeah, know, yeah. You know, and I like dry fit, so I value that. Yeah. And I, like, I really started kissing on the forehead. Like, right over my kiss. Like, hey, this is awesome. Because she knows, like, I'm a fan of dry fit shirts. You Okay, you, know? you flipped me and her because I was like, I, I was edging my seat on that jazz because it was like, oh, it wasn't Tampa. It should have been Tampa. But you're yeah. like, yeah. Like, we, we together on this. So like, it's like, it's like to me, it's like, I ain't gonna lie, I could have easily been butthurt. It's not Tampa Bay. Or I could have, like, I personally felt like, you know, me being supportive, I think both people got value. Like, she, yeah. she, she took interest in something I like, which was dry fit clothing. And then, like, you And know, then she's like, here's my name on it, yeah. like, from me and, like, you with me. Because, like, you'll be with her on Pittsburgh Steelers games and yeah. she'll be with you on Tampa games. So, it's like, also, I value the fact that she's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. So, it's like, you know, one of those things, like, okay, we both just got the best of both worlds. Like, yeah. You know, she's, she's happy that I'm supporting her team. I'm yeah. She bought, like material that i like you know so no that's fantastic you know it, that that right there by itself was just like a perfect example so like you know that's a high moment right there wasn't yeah it? so like you know the good thing about it is like i'm up front with her about like certain things that happen so like obviously if that time came around like you know when she wanted to give me something without telling me like you know i may tell her like you know what i like up front as opposed to like something because like I don't know when I when I saw that whole experiment with the whole like socks and underwear and all that kind of weird stuff. I'm just like, don't don't be that person. I I t- I'll tell the straight like, don't be that person because you know like, you know Friday come get paid. I go to Walmart and get it if I really need it. Yeah, you just do it for me. You know like like think of something else like you know that's like that would catch me off guard. Yeah, like, you know like something that I take interest in, something that will like catch me off guard, something I wouldn't expect you to do. Yeah, you know something that I respect to do by myself, if if need be. Yeah, but uh, but like like obviously been together five months, so we haven't really spent the Christmas together yet. So this will be the first one. Um, also like I'm also at the point now like gifts ain't really all that much to me because my last few Christmas has been like really spent by myself. So like gifts aren't really like anything like that or that significant because I see people go shopping nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, especially being in the retail business. I've seen people go shopping nowadays, and I just think, like, people are just constantly running out of options of what to buy, mm-hmm. you know, for somebody to the point that we're just basically, like, going into the gift card, like, you know, phenomenon. I think that's like, kind you know, of, I don't know. I think it's one of those where you have to start getting, I think, I think that's where we might both appreciate this. That's where having very curated gifts, very, like, specific gifts for people or handmade gifts are like the next step is sort of like going back to when like having handwritten cards um or just making something is i think something that people don't realize that they want to do is like hey i handcrafted like a pretty you know solid piece of art or something like that um but i think it's like i think for both of us it's like if you're going to give me a gift it better be something that clearly indicates you pay attention Mm. And, like, you understand, like, what I prioritize or what I value or what I find entertaining. Um, 
Because, like, and that's where, like, I think that's just sort of, like, what people are having a problem with. Especially when we're in, like, like, because America is such a rich country and, like, we get, we can have anything we want. And that's where everyone kind of can easily get whatever they want. And people just, and we have too much time spent on work that it's really hard for us to go anywhere online or in person and find a gift that we feel is going to do the job that we all sort of intuitively know it should. It's like, oh, and then it ends up just becoming like a regular, you know, shop to go get yogurt, but instead it's like, oh, I'll just get these pants or this shirt for my, <laughs> for my nephew. When it's like, you should probably just like, how about you just write a fucking letter and just send the kid or send the adult or whatever, just like send them the freaking handwritten letter. Just like something like that. And that's why I like, me personally, I, I, I love digital technology nowadays, but also hate it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it takes away those kind of moments where you could have, like, you know, sit down, write letters. Yeah. Like, me and my girlfriend, like, I mean, we kind of, like, phased out of it a little bit, you know? I, I yeah. guess because we see so much of each other. But at first, when we first started dating, it was always, like, she'll write a letter in a little poem book. And then I write her, like, little, like, page front and yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like I said, we've kind of phased out of that. You know, it's kind of like, you know... I make this that's analogy. something you can have. I'll tell you something. That's something you can have in your back pocket. Just oh, yeah. like slip her a letter, like six months from now. Oh yeah, like like uh, I definitely thought about it. And the funny part is, like, I use this. I use this analogy a lot. Reason why, like, you know, I kind of hate like the modern day technology at times. Uh huh. It's like you say, like you know, write that letter, send it to him, to mm-hmm. the person. Mm-hmm. I always tell people like you know I miss those days where you could like take the family up to Blockbuster and just like you yeah, know, just like, go find a movie time. yeah go find a movie like, yeah over here finding your kids movie they're over there finding their adult movie you know grab a little bag of popcorn and some candy and just like take the car ride home yeah like, that's why I say like you know me personally when people say the word Netflix and, and Hulu all that shit around me like like fuck them companies like you know I I know they're cool they they come out with good content like you're watching the content right now but the, there's something about like. Because that was a nice little middle class thing. Yeah. It was like, we're going to go, it's like Friday night, we're going to order pizza of some kind, like DiGiorno's or something like that. And we're going to go to Blockbuster and we're going to go find a movie and take it home. And that's like, that's, that's its own like physical adventure. Yep. And then you come home to like pizza in the movie and, you know, take it like, and mom's going to like take you up to the Blockbuster in her car. Or like you're on, I guess. Take up the blocks, but you're gonna drop it off and then go to school. Oh, Monday. I thought it, I, I enjoyed it better, like the way we grew up, because obviously the way we grew up, it was like a blockbuster. Like obviously, if you're driving, it's like five minutes, but if you're yeah. walking, it's like twenty minutes. So we always yeah. walked. Oh, okay. Know? Like so, I mean, yeah, we didn't have a car, so I enjoyed that even more. Like you know, just the Friday. You know, well, that whole walk, like that long walk, like that's, that's what almost I almost like an hour of bonding. It is. It is. That's where like it goes back to like this long form that like is happening in podcasts and we've sort of lost that because of how efficient everything else is that like like me and melanie sort of make our own we try to do it as often as we can but it's where we will just start walking around the neighborhood like we just start we have like a relative route but it's not like we like we do a lap and we're done it's like we keep walking until we run out of things to say or just run out of the vibe of needing to be walking and outside and that's where like i hear like just that bonding time of just taking 20 minutes to go to blockbuster like that's the same thing as just going for a walk and i think simple i'm trying not to be insulting with this but like people that simple people don't understand what that actually does and means and what it does for your psychology and your relationships 
and like you know going into those conversations and going into like understanding things more and talking more to like be able to make it clear because um, some people are like they're very simple in how they live and how they you know think and work and they may not have been informed at how much value there is in thinking long enough and talking long enough that you can clearly articulate like complex feelings right. for like understanding the value because like I'm being impressed by you readily adapting to the discussion that we were having with like love languages and gifts and like recognizing the value of like this part and this part like I she values like what I like to wear and I'm valuing like her team and it's like well that's that's very intelligent like relationship conversation psychology like relationship conversation that you know some people like especially like just in like a sort of blue collar jobs that's not something that they would naturally think about or go from like you could break it down to them and they'd be like okay i can get that or you know or they'd be like why is that important because of just you know guys and girls think very differently and so like yeah so that's where you know there's incredible value for just going for walks and having like long time spent away from tech Agree. So, yeah. There's a Dunkin' Donuts where the blockbuster that I grew up with is now. Like, oh, what's well, weird? It's weird. It's the end of it's the end of a plaza. The Publix is still there that I grew that I grew up with more or less. But like, it's the end of a plaza, and it was that huge you know showroom. But there's just like a Dunkin' Donuts for like the front of it, and a Dunkin' Donuts is not a big building. So like. Half of the space that they've rented, that was like the back half of the of the blockbuster, is just like blacked out, empty space in the in the thing. So I was like, it's, it's like, hmm. Hope you're getting money out of that. Hope the rent's not too high. Yeah, because uh, the one I grew up is off of uh, Orlando Avenue. Mm-hmm. It used to be a bike shop there. It's right across the street from ABC Liquor. Uh-huh. Um, was the intersection? Seventeen ninety two in. Right across from the Winter Park Village. Oh, okay. So 1792 and Gay Road, basically. Like yeah, Winter Park so Village like, area. Yeah, so Mathnasium's like, right there. Yeah, you got like the... There's a big bike shop there. There's open yeah. like restaurant. And yeah. Obviously, you have the ABC liquor store like right across the street. Yeah. Right, yeah. right in like Caddy Corner from it. Yeah. Yeah, that used to be a blockbuster back in the day. Nice. Yeah, so... Every time I drive by, I just think about those times. Like, you know... Nice. There, so... Nice. Yeah, it's just... I just miss those days, you know? Like those. You always times. will. You always will. I mean, it's digital media. You just flop in front of the TV and, like, Netflix. Anything you want, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, but... I have... I think every, like, other year, it seems, I go back to my childhood neighborhood. Because, like, um, my mom remarried, and so we moved for my eighth grade year. So I went from Odyssey Middle School over on the Chickasaw, like, airport side of town. Um to the Winter Park um, Pines, like right in there where Winter Park High School is. Um, so like, I just got a whole, just like uprooted and moved. Like whole, had like eighth grade and ninth grade just spent like just, you know, making a whole new batch of friends in a way and recovering from just like being usurped like that. Just being like, you know, transplanted mm-hmm. and having to move into a new house and everything and, you know, mom remarrying and all that shit that sort of went in with that and such uh so like i'll actually go to like my childhood neighborhood 
And the craziest thing to me is that everything always looks way smaller than I remember, way smaller than I remember it. Because like, you know, you grow up physically and everything's just so smaller. Like we used to go down the road to this retention pond and just like climb up in these trees and like throw berries at like gators or something. And I get to like that retention pond and I just look out and I was like, that's like two feet out there. Like it's like nothing to like hop the fence and like walk to the edge when before like we couldn't even like like throw all the way into the water like we couldn't get like from the because it's like road trees sidewalk chain link fence like quote-unquote beach front even though like just like you know the ground and then like where the actual retention pond is and we could we slowly i think up until like i moved like you know in seventh grade and like all the kids sort of separated started separating like in fourth fifth grade we eventually got to where we could actually have the strength to get it in the water and now you just stand there as like an adult and it's like it's such a short distance like I could just chuck easy chuck like all that strength that you build over time it's like just growing up growing like adult muscles and then yeah. like I I loved it when I was like helping someone move after I'd been at been doing retail for a while and I was helping someone move and I realized like my grip for like just my, my ability for like my hands to just grip and just hold something was like leagues away from what it used to be. It was even better at the time than my friend who was in the Navy. Like he just helped me come down to Melbourne and help, help a friend move. And we're just picking up like the touch little ends of this furniture piece. And my hand strength from just opening up cardboard boxes and just moving, you know, water and pallets and stuff just naturally just got stronger after doing it for like four years at the time or something yeah. like that. So like little victories. <laughs> Cause I like I don't I haven't worked out since I haven't worked out since the since like high school it was like ten years. Man, take every little victory you can get, man. Oh yeah. You know, learn learn from it. You know, like little victory is better than big losses. Yeah. Tell you that much. Yeah. Definitely. You ready to bounce there? Or? Yeah, she keeps texting me. Now we're we're almost at three hours anyway. It's like eight fifty now, almost nine. Uh, you got here like at six ten, I think. Six ten. Yeah. Yeah. No, we can call if you like, man. Yeah, man. Let's do it, man. Definitely. And I will see you next time.